Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And welcome all to the final programme in this series of The Current View on the Idol of Hillsborough. TC, we don't have a script today, there's no magic moments, there's no book corner, no strange but true, no time vault, no tales at Maverick's Tell. Just recapping and reminiscing and looking back at the season that's just unfolded. It's been a fantastic season for me. So many highlights, one or two lowlights. But I have to say the ultimate magic moment was at Wembley this weekend when Nottingham Forest ran out 1-0 winners and for the first time in 23 years back where they belong in the Premier League and largely down to one person, Steve Cooper. So let's start with Steve, a man that you've always admired from his days back at Liverpool working with the kids. Yeah, um, it's never bothered me whether, whether managers uh, or coaches have never played the game as long as uh, you can see uh, there's an end product, yeah. and I could always see there was going to be an end product with with Cooper. Uh, I, I watched his under 18s uh, Liverpool U team. Uh, used to listen to him speak after the game, and uh, he's telling you this story, not a story. Like a lot of managers, you know, they're looking always looking for excuses. You know, wait will I get my players in, then judge me. We've got this injury, we've got that injury. Well, all these teams will have injuries. Uh, when they've got big squads, is irrelevant. Smaller clubs like Huddersfield Town, uh, and you, you know, your other clubs like Norwich, who's playing in the Premier League, when they have injuries, it is a big, big concern for that football club and that manager compared to the to, to the elite uh, the elite teams. But no, I've been, I'm a big admirer of Cooper. I'm a big admirer of um, Graham Potter at, at Brighton. Uh, no disrespect to Chris Hewton because as a player. I played against him many a time. Absolutely terrific. And they, they go on about, you know, attacking full-backs today or wing-backs, whatever you call them. They're still footballers, but you have a, whatever way you look at it, it was as good as anyone going forward as well as defending. And played out of position, because really, the right natural right footer. Yeah. I mean, all footballers should be should be natural both feet. They should have two good feet, you know. Um, but it, it was a right it was a right back. I'm saying he was a right back. I don't know where he started his position, but he was a full back playing at left back, but he was a right footed more dominant on his right foot than on his left foot. Uh, but just like Sam Allardyce at Besson, Sam's had a great career uh, in management, you know, made himself a lot of money. Always done okay with, with keeping teams up. But what what he what he did, uh, what these managers do is uh, look more on the defensive side. Well, you're never going to get enough points. This is my opinion. You don't mean I'm right. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. Mm. It's my opinion of it. When you go down that line and you worry about the opposition, uh, then you're not going to get enough points because the players, the players talk. Let me tell everyone now, players talk in dressing rooms and away from the ground. Uh, what they think about the manager, what, what his uh, 
philosophy is uh, are we are we worries about the opposition or he doesn't worry about the opposition you know so all that goes on at a football club so for me cooper I, i've always admired him and what i will say about Huddersfield, i missed a lot of the game because i fell asleep uh, and uh, there were definitely one penalty i didn't yeah. see all i didn't see all the game there were definitely were definitely one penalty Huddersfield yeah. should have had, in my opinion mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people have said they should have had two could have yeah or could have had two mm. You know, but it's like oh else, football is the most un unpredictable or not funny, but it can kick you in the teeth. Yeah. When you look at Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, well a week ago, they're going for a quadruple. They've had a marvelous, marvelous season. They've come up against a team in Manchester City, which I think is the best in Europe. Yeah. Right. Um, and and uh, City are losing two nil at home. Of all teams, Aston Villa, who's managed by a Liverpool, ex Liverpool players, yeah. legend Stephen Gerrard, and they come back to win 3 2 with 15 minutes to go. The week before we were discussing this, they were 2 0 down against West Ham, and they come back uh, and drew 2 2 and missed the penalty. Yeah. You know, so everybody, I mean, the, the, the pundits, the media are all saying that Liverpool haven't had a good, haven't had a good season. Look, Real Madrid is one of the, well, Arguably the biggest club in the world, you know. You can say Manchester United and Barcelona, uh, but it is worldwide. They've won 14 Champions League, European Cups uh, mixed together. Uh, but regardless what anyone says, if anybody's been honest and fair about it, uh, Liverpool completely battered them. Yep. But what Liverpool did, they knew that Junior was the uh, main danger, and if if Junior was on on form and had, could get enough of the ball, it could cause Liverpool, Liverpool problems. And what Liverpool did, uh, they doubled up on him, uh, trebled up on him, and stopped him even getting the ball. Mm. And we all know how good uh, Quattar is when he was at Chelsea. But he had one of those games, and I don't think Liverpool missed chances, he just made spectacular saves. Yeah, uh, yeah all right, the end of the day, whoever wins it deserves to win it. But I know as a player, Coming off that football pitch, if I were Real Madrid, I'd think to myself, we got away with that one today. Yeah. But Cooper, uh, yes, I've always admired him. I, I admire um, Graham Potter because I know the thing people like Sam Allardyce, and I'm not. I know Sam a little bit, not really well, but I, as I'm leaving Huddersfield, uh, as he's leaving Huddersfield, I'm coming into Huddersfield. Yeah. But I played against him many, many, many times when he was playing for Bolton, uh, and he is a nice bloke. But for me, what let him down, he, he thought too more defensive-minded mm. with his football teams, where Potter tries to win games. So he'll move on to the next, next level of football. And regards what Sam says or things, you know, Sunderland and Newcastle, they don't mug the football clubs, a massive football team. Yeah. Right, I'll go along as, I will, what I will agree with him is, they haven't got the money uh, back then like they have now. So that's always going to be a little bit easier as long as you, you know, you spend 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 wisely. You haven't spent half a billion pounds and they just fought off relegation. So you can have as much money as you want, but if you don't spend it wisely, it will backfire on you. So whereas Sam caused his own problems with his philosophy on football, Graham Potter has gone the other way, and I get make no mistake, when he leaves Brighton, he will get one of the top six clubs. Yeah, make will. no mistake on that. <clears> he <throat> will do, yeah. yeah. You know, 
Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see Cooper now in the Premier League because the Championship, there is a big difference. It always says, when you're going up uh, a level or to the next league, there's a, there is a big difference. But the, the even bigger difference to the Premier League is you're getting world-class players from all over the world. You're getting a lot of average players, make no mistake on it. But you're getting a lot, a lot of world-class players. So for me, uh, be fascinating to see how Cooper uh, performs next year. But I think it'll be like Graham, uh, Graham Potter. He'll go about it the, the way he's got it at all his football uh, clubs. Even when he went to to England, uh, when he won the uh, World Cup at his age group, I think it was the World Cup at his age it group. Was, yeah, you, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's always said that, and I've always taken you know for what. Because I used to watch these youth teams on, on, on television and uh, I watched how... You expect that from Liverpool. You expect, you know, a philosophy, what's going to sort the players, you know. But it would never be known as a, a, a great player because he played at the lower level or amateur level, yeah. practically, really. Um, but he came across with it and, he's, and, and he, you know, these uh, teams what played football played with the tempo, just like City do now, just like Liverpool do now. So I've been a big admirer of him since, since he was managing at um, uh, to Liverpool's academy. And I've taken a lot of interest in his um, career when he got into uh, uh, league management. Uh, he did terrific for, for England, like I said. And then, yeah, for me, he was successful at Swansea. And he missed out twice. Yes. But we... we, we in, in in England or Britain or whatever you want to call our nation is we big we look for more uh, downside of football not praising teams not yeah. praising Man City not praising Liverpool we look for the failure side of it and because he didn't get promotion you're always that little bit oh, well he didn't get promotion you know he's missed out on this you know maybe you know but when you look at Klopp's record up to Liverpool. He would get into finals and getting it to closing the Bundesliga and everything else like that. And everybody kept saying, he's never got over the, over the line yet. You know. And then when you look at Man City, they've never had a striker as such for the last few years. Everybody criticised Guardiola because they don't have a, a striker. That's what, the reason why he hasn't won the Champions League. I don't agree with that one little bit. Because Liverpool... Um, don't play with a main striker. They play a game, but they're not going to throw the ball into the box to get caught out by a clearance or a goalkeeper catching it and for them to be caught on, on, on breaks, them two, type, them two type of managers and those teams. But it's going to be fascinating uh, for Nottingham Forest. Uh, the, 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 the ground itself has been absolutely rocking all season. I thought the Battership United up at uh, Bramall Lane but don't forget the second leg, they got battered and they really shouldn't have qualified. Yeah, to get absolutely. Them. You know, I'll, I'll always be fair and honest mm. with, with, the, with, with my uh, views of football teams, if I've played for them or if I like them. You know, uh, but again, I didn't see the final that much because I fell bloody asleep. Yeah. Uh, but I know he's a good manager. How he's turned that football club round from where they were and I did say to my friend John Brindley, who, who, who's done both my books, and we will do a we will do a third book to cap it all off. Um, that they would get promotion. He asked me, "Well, John, phone me up. What do I think?" But I told already told him prior to that, if I were you, I'd go get um, uh, Cooper 
it's not in, it was out of a job, he'd left Swansea for someone, for, not for someone, for, for what, for what reason, whatever reason it was, you know, we parted company with Swansea. Then when they got the job, John asked me, what do I think? I said, they'll get the playoffs. He said, what, with, them, with those same players? I said, well, they've got no money, so he's got to have them same, so, uh, those uh, same players. It's what you, how you handle those players, how you get those players to believe in you. And I'll tell everyone this now, and this has not been critical to anyone at Nottingham Forest. Ray Clough, I would say, had five, six world-class players. Peter Shilton, Viv Anderson, uh, John Robertson, Trevor Francis, Tony Woodcock. Right? And then you could say the rest were really, really top players. Yep. Larry Lloyd was a top player, but yep. people thought he would finish... You know, he won everything there with Liverpool, then went on to Swansea. Kenny Burns was a centre forward uh, that Cuff and Taylor put it to. I don't know who he was in the two who put him to centre back, but they put, formed a, a par partnership which was incredible. Frank Clark was as good, solid centre back as you'll ever see uh, around that time. And John McGovern. Uh, I love as a person, and Martin and Neil and Rob would always used to say to me, "Why is Cliffy always picking him?" I said, "Because he does something that wrestlers would do: mm. get the ball and give it the simple ball." Cliffy used to say to him, "Young man, you can't play football. Give it to Robertson, or give it to Curran, or O'Neill, whoever's playing. But you get the ball and make sure you get the ball and give it to them as quickly as possible." And then he would say to us, "Make sure that you don't leave the two midfield players isolated." Yeah. Ian Boyer, I thought, was an absolutely gem of a, a player. He's one of those players that all, all, all players appreciate and want him in your team, but he was technically skillful. Gary Bertles did terrific at Forest, had a nightmare at um, Manchester United. Yeah, he did. Went yeah. for big money and had a nightmare, you know. Peter Wade was a top, top player and went on to prove it at... Um, and it, it's strange because Cluffy were always good with players looking after players with money. Uh, and because of Peter wanted... X number of pounds. Yeah. Cliffy didn't agree with it, and he mm. goes to Newcastle. But the then problem, the problem with that is Peter got win. Peter knew that the other players were on two hundred pound, and uh, Cluffy only wanted to give him hundred and eighty, and that yep. was his final offer. So Peter then it was a matter of principle. He'd offered him, I think, hundred and ninety, and it was over a tenner. And if Brian would have given him parity with the other players, he would have stayed. But it was, I was with Peter last night. It was a, a great function at the uh, Britannia Sports Bar at Wollaston again. And he was talking fondly about his career and Nottingham Forest. And and he, and he was saying it really just boiled down to, to a tenor. But it wasn't, at, at the end of the day, it wasn't the fact that it was just a tenner. It was the principle of it all and, uh, and yeah. left and went to Newcastle because Cluffy yeah. wouldn't sell him to another first division club. So then he went to Aston Villa um, via Newcastle United. Yeah. And it, when you look at that, when you look at it all, yeah, you know if Peter stops at uh, Forest, the yeah. Forest win two European Cups. I'm not saying they don't and I'm not saying they do. Mm -hmm. Right? I think they would have, personally, because again, it's all opinions, and, and I get that. But I would have, I would have always put Peter. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Above Gary Burtles, in my opinion. By the way, I would agree with that. But what yeah. I'm saying here is, mm. is we still don't know whether they still won the Euro if, if they kept beat. We don't. Mm. No, we don't. Of course it we don't. It goes to Newcastle mm. into a second division. Yeah. Right? And then he gets transferred to Aston Villa. Yeah. And he takes Villa to, to a league title and, and wins the European Cup with Villa. Yeah. So it's turned out brilliant for Pete mm. as well as for Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Because without a question of a doubt, no disrespect to Gary Birdles, a lovely, lovely kid and a great footballer at Forest, yeah. completely nightmare yeah. at Man United. Yeah. You know, um, and, and be, uh, the other thing about Peter with. I mean, I were like lightning. I weren't a bad cross-country runner, me, Gabby. I'm yeah, not saying I was brilliant. He was brilliant, though, weren't he, Peter? <laughs> I mean, John McGovern were good. Yeah. John McGovern were, but Peter was <laughs> unbelievable. Him and Gabby Stevens were the best two cross-country runners uh, I'd seen. Yeah. But John McGovern uh, were always, well, second. He was always second. He was always second at Forest. Mm. Peter with, um, what terrific. To any young footballer, but uh, it will be, yes, he, he got the determination and desire. But he always came in and he worked hard at his job. Yes. And he was a better technical player than what people give him credit for. Absolutely. I mean, I listen to everybody, even about the goal. Even about the goal, what he scored uh, in the final. But he still has to react to it. Yeah. If that balls, it's a bobble. Yeah. I mean, people look at it and think, well, it could have missed that. People said the same thing about my semi-final goal. And I keep trying to tell people, it, it, got, a defle- it got a slight deflection. Yeah. And I had to try and control it. It looks as though I've not I've miscontrolled it. But it, it dropped perfect, perfect for me. <coughs> Excuse me. To put the ball in the back of the net. But absolutely fabulous player. And, and so, Cluffy, for me, what he did, when you look at the best teams in the world when these... Uh, Champions League and, and Cup and, and European Cups had a lot more technical players than what Forrest have done. It just shows mm-hmm. you what a great job Brian Clough did. I mean, Cluffy weren't liked by a lot of players. I loved him because he, I never got a bollock in him. He was always praising me. Uh, but Cluffy did a better job than what people uh, uh, realised. They all, they all know he's a great manager, but I tell you what, when, they, when he analysed that team compared to the best of them, mm. you know, and you can say the same thing about Alex Ferguson with, um, well, Sir Alex Ferguson with, with Aberdeen. Yeah. You know, to take mm-hmm. on Rangers and Celtic and win the league is incredible. And then to take on my, the mighty uh, Bayern Munich in semi final and Real Madrid in the final, mm. it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. We've had some great managers, uh, we've had some great players over the years. Why the FA didn't go down 
the route we're taking advice from any British manager like Bill Shankly and Bob Paisley and um, probably Ron Saunders and Cluffy. For some unknown reason, we didn't want that. All right, they took Don Revy, but for some unknown reason, Don Revy went totally opposite way to what he did at um, Leeds United. Absolutely. Because whether people like Revy or not, I met him a couple of times, you know, uh, his record at Leeds is second to none against anybody, against anybody. But when he goes to England, he, he didn't want to play people like Charlie George, Alan Hutz and Stan Bowles. You know, you've got to find a balance where you can get them in the team. I'm not saying you can play them all in the team, but you've got to get a balance to get at least two of those in the team what can do the unexpected thing and win a game. Absolutely, and that's what Cloughy done. Cloughy found that balance. And I think the shades of Steve Cooper and, and Brian Clough, because when you look at what Cloughy done when he come into Forest, most of them players were there, but not not playing to the full potential. They were around the bottom of the championship. Steve Cooper, when he took over at Nottingham Forest, they were bottom of the championship, won one out of the first eight games. And any team that's done that prior, and I think it must be only championship years, not the old second division, but the highest that they've ever finished is 14th. (laughs) And to get them to the player final and to win it. And you always have a phrase, he doesn't fear fear. And one of the first things that Steve Cooper did when he got into Nottingham Forest, he took all the miracle men out and wanted to know what Cluffy did to make the club special. And he's he's embraced that spirit of Nottingham. And I think that that's a key factor in the success of, uh, of Stevie Cooper. I'm going to point out two points yeah. about, the, about Clough and Cooper. Cooper's got a long way to go to Im- uh, immolate. Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. I, I just what I'm trying to say. I'm going to pick two points out. Mm. He's got a long way to go to immolate Clough. Yeah. But for the first ten months, Clough did nothing at Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Steve Cooper, like you said, had a bad first eight to nine games. No, he, wa- he, he wasn't there. To say it was it was Chris Hutton. No. Well, what I'm trying to say is, mm. after the first nine of eight, the first eight, nine, ten games, yeah, they were near bottom at least. Oh, they were bottom, yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm. And he's taken them. He's gotten promotion. Yeah. In his first season. Yeah. It took plus ten months to get Nottingham Forest promoted. Yeah. And then the rest is history. Mm. What I'm saying, he, he did. He's he's done a lot better than what Clough did in his first season. Yeah. As Cooper, but he's got a long way to go. Uh, to take over uh, Clough's mantle, but I don't. I didn't know he'd done that. What you're saying about the the miracle men, yeah. but uh, what he's done, he's got that. Is he, probably take the advice of them. He's got to get the team, uh, the fans behind his back, on his uh, behind him, yeah. not on his back, behind him, and he's done that with open arms because the Forest fans absolutely adore it. They love the way he plays football. Yeah. But having said, again, having said that, whatever you're winning, whatever philosophy is, fans don't mind. I can't watch a football team, even if they're winning, if it's just boring football, I can't. Yeah. But for me, terrific job, terrific man, uh, and I hope he goes on to be a success. And I hope, he, I hope you know, he's got a long way to ask, but it's be Forest or someone else. But, I hope he goes on and wins a, a Premiership title because I do like the, his philosophy and how he plays. And he tells the story, not a story. And what I mean by that, a story, is 
giving you all uh, cod's wallop about this, that, and the other. Yeah. This story is a fact. Yeah. Plus, uh, Cummins not good enough. Uh, Collins is not good enough. Uh, with is, is my main striker. You might go to upset one or two people. You're not there. Uh, to be uh, like you be there to be there to be respected, and 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 have players look up to you and believe in what you're going to do, and that's what Clough did. Absolutely. So, so manager of the season, who would be your manager of the season? I posted up, uh, for me, Steve Cooper is manager of the season. Somebody come onto me, 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 me wall and said, that's a predictable post, Paul. I, I said, why? The um, answer was club allegiance. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not with you. And then it was put... SWFC Wednesday fans love Cooper because they beat the Blades in the uh, playoff <laughs> final. And I'm going, I'm going. Um, ex- please explain what difference does that make to me? I'm not a Sheffield Wednesday fan. I mean, this season I've been, I think I've been called a Wednesday fan, a Villa yeah, fan, you, everything else, apart from a Blues I fan. Do, I think you do get it because you're a Birmingham and um, Villa, and that is as big a clash as what you can get. There's Liverpool out in Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United. Yeah. But you're like me. But I won't talk about Sheffield United. I mean, uh, I will say this. I thought second game, Forest were very, very lucky to qualify. Yeah, they were, yeah. Sheffield United played well. But I'm careful yeah. when I'm talking about the two teams across, well, because it will upset fans. But you don't give a damn, do you? I was there last night with Peter, with Andy Blair, was the compare, and he starts and he's gone. It's a, it's a room full of Aston Villa supporters, obviously, because it's Peter. And mm. uh, it's the 40th anniversary, and that's and don't forget he's there. for Birmingham. I know you're going to yeah, say, Yeah, did, yeah. And, and Andy's gone, Is there any Birmingham City fans here? I'm going, Yep, mate. And, and they're all like looking. And, and, then he started. He started having a having a pop and stuff and what have you. But all the Villa fans, they know I'm a Blues fan. But I have mm. respect for Villa and I've respect for the players. I think players. you have respect for football in general. If Absolutely, like yeah. Things, and, yeah. I, and that's what I like about. Well, I don't think you're honest and straightforward. Yeah. And you won't get bullshit. But you you're not a uh, so when I'm. You're not an honourable person. You've got a better word than that's my poor English. Yeah. You know, you're fair. You're a fair person. Even mm. if your team gets beat, I'm saying if my team gets beat, and, and if it's Sheffield United, they were the better team. I will say, even to some fans, what do you think? They were the better team. Yeah. So, Absolutely. I don't like the I don't like the bias. I think that you've got to say it as you see it. And I, I think should have said to you, by the way, give with, with my regards. I did actually, and he, he passed these regards back to you as well. He said. How do you know Terry Curran? I said, I work with him every week on the podcast, Peter. He, he sends his regards and uh, happy memories of Nottingham Forest. But uh, who would your manager of the season be, TC? Mine is Steve Cooper for the job he did. I know that others, well, Jurgen Klopp was the uh, manager of the season. Uh, and I think Pep comes second. But I look at both of the starting positions, and you're right, you, you, earlier in the podcast you said, they were two games really away from winning the quadruple, and I was hoping that they were going to, because I've always liked Liverpool. I do like Jurgen Klopp, but I do like Pep, and I like the way that Pep plays. So it was always a toss-up out of those two. But for what Cooper done, 
I think was absolutely excellent. And I think Eddie Howe has had a great uh, time since January when he was able to get some players in. He's, he's turned the fortunes of Newcastle United around. And Graham Potter, I think Potter has had a brilliant season. You getting out of my mouth there. Go on. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, great points. But look what job what Potter's done at Brighton. Absolutely. Can you imagine yeah. him having a goal score because yeah. they're both teams up, but not anybody what could put the ball in there on a consistent yeah. basis. Yeah. You know, uh, who's my. I, I'm going to go with, with Gladiola. Yeah. I feel sorry for Klopp because he's come that close to, to um, a quadruple, which in itself, it sounds impossible, doesn't it? Because yeah, when it you does. look at, you know, your Paris Saint Germain's with their team and. Real Madrid's Barcelona's not as good as they were with the previous seasons. Manchester City is still a top, top team. Uh, well, I would say this, the best team in Europe. How they've not won a Champions League. And it's, it's, it's all a myth about the Brautimere. The Brautimere to win the league title. Because the cup competition, right? Mm. One bad game, one bad, one bad day, one bad game, you're out of it. Yeah, we've seen with Liverpool. You know, they yeah. were just unlucky. A goalkeeper played well. That's it. You're out. You lost. Exactly. So, I love the way our, uh, Guardiola does it. I love the way how he gets his uh, players uh, to play football. They all hit a bad little little bad patch at some point in the season. I, I know it's predi- uh, I'm uh, predictable about Guardiola. I just love everything. He's not a bad loser, Guardiola. Mm. I think it's a, I think it's the uh, pundits yeah. and the media try to get to him that you haven't won a, a, a Champions League. Mm. That's what you, you you were brought for. Well, let me tell you something. He was brought to win the Premier League. He was brought uh, to build up Manchester City's reputation. Yeah. He's done that to him. How that team, and I don't give a damn what anybody says, and I don't mean that to be rude, mm. how that team has not won the Champions League, I'll never, ever know. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, you just need that little mm-hmm. bit of luck. Yeah. Right, Liverpool didn't get it in a cup, in that cup final. Uh, you've got to make a decision. I'm going to go uh, with Guardi- Guardiola, but I would have been disappointed. I'd have been disappointed if I wouldn't have won it if I was uh, Klopp because you know he's come that close. But so did Guardiola a couple of years ago to win yeah. a, a, a quadruple. What Cooper's done is terrific at the Championship level, and to get him out of that position he was in, and I know. So I couldn't understand why you're saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the way, I love how he puts his teams together. Uh, and it, look, there's a fine line between Klopp and Guardiola. Because uh, either way for me, and Klopp's won it, well done, well deserved. But if I, somebody's asking me an opinion, I would I would have gone for Guardiola because the, the league is the hardest thing to win. To win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next season, who's going to win it? My money's on Manchester City, and I think Liverpool will be there thereabouts. I can't see any other team getting above City next season or Liverpool. I think that's the problem, really, with the Premier League. Those two just are so much better than the rest. Who was your player of the season, TC? What player this season's caught your let's eye? Go back, let's go back to the uh, who's going to win it next year, please. Yep. Right. Best two uh, these uh, this last two seasons with uh, with um, Simon Stainrod. Uh, I paid him a bottle of champagne out, right? Because he's always criticising, regardless of what he tells you, he criticises uh, Manchester City. Yeah. Um, 
To listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media or just follow the links in the description. Thank you.